DDCO at the plate. He's over for two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. And uh, this is our first off-season episode, guys. Uh, it's Monday, November 12th, 2018, and uh, the off-season is upon us. Uh, it's cold in Chicago. It already snowed. It, it did. Uh, you know, and, and just the other day, I was thinking, man, I really could go for getting out to a White Sox game. And then I realized that uh, the yeah. season's only been over for a week. So yeah. we have a long off season ahead of us, uh, which begs the question, Jeremy, what do you do? What do you follow uh, in the baseball off season? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, Jack. Uh, you know, I, like, I, I, I was thinking, like, you know, one of the, the inspirations for doing this podcast is to just try to bridge that gap in the off season. you know? And, like, I think, like... Uh, you know, uh, whatever we can do to help people out, because I know that it sucks like every day, like to not have baseball in the off season. So what do, what do I follow? I mean, listen, in previous years, it was really bleak this year. The bears are actually like looking good. So, um, I can, it actually occurred to me, I was watching the game, uh, the other day with a friend of mine and I was like, you know, something just occurred to me, like the bears actually could do something this year and they could make the playoffs and like, there might be like something to watch. And I'm like, that never even occurred to me as an option. <laughs> like, you know, uh, you know, just like maybe like two or three weeks ago or whatever. But, yeah. But yeah, so the Bears help. They're definitely helping. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if, if a, your football team is having a good season, that can carry you over until at least February. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then, I mean, well, assuming they make the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And then it, then it's bleak after that. Um, but, uh, and honestly, it's like, man, the, the, super, the, the football season should go from like, November to like March or something. <laughs> Add more games. Yeah, well, I just push it forward or something. I don't uh-huh. know because like like it's just getting through the winter in and of itself. It's rough, particularly after the first of the year because mm-hmm. you don't have any more holidays left and it's it's bleak. But um, but yeah. So uh, so so football is getting me through. Honestly, MLB trade rumors. I, like, there's two times a year that I I'm really all over MLB trade rumors. It's um, during the hot stove season and during the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So I uh, kind of move it to like my bookmarks. I like kind of move it closer to like all my main things. And, yeah, like, that's a site that I'll check every day. So uh, that helps me get through. Even okay, that's 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 a good. That's how like I've been able to manage to keep track of these like minute transactions that happen right because like i'm like i'm just looking for any kind of news you know (laughs) oh all right uh, great uh, ryan lavarnway got got claimed off of waivers again this is great all right this will get me through like you know 40 minutes at work or something did did he did he Uh, (laughs) his name was in the news again yeah okay all right man that guy he 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 deserves to catch on somewhere (laughs) um me personally i uh i i watch college basketball okay uh which is nice because that'll take you all the way up to uh the end of march basically baseball yeah. season um and it, that is something that does go from november to march yeah uh, true, true. Which, which is great um so uh, i'm a big marquette basketball fan uh sort of like the bears this is the first time in a while that it seems like marquette is actually maybe going to do something this year and jeremy i actually didn't mention this to you uh but i i got to check out the brand new uh pfizer forum which uh oh, went up uh yes uh just this year uh so I, I checked out the marquette game there on saturday a couple days ago uh it was great um the bradley center uh where which was up from 91 
to, uh, you know, it hasn't been torn down yet. It's officially closed, though? Yeah, it's officially closed. Uh, it was built for hockey, originally, for a hockey team that never came to Milwaukee, a uh, professional NHL team. Uh, so it was just a terrible basketball arena. Uh, the Fiserv Forum is such an improvement. Um, yeah. It's a, just a beautiful building. Uh, even the concourse. Uh, did you ever go to the Bradley Center, Jeremy? I, I can't remember if I did or not. Okay. I, I went to the other one that's even like the, those even older and dumpier than the, the, the Milwaukee Bradley Arena. Uh, my dad always likes to say that that arena smells like piss. Um, <laughs> and sure. his his big joke is that they built the Bradley Center to like be able to tear down the Milwaukee Arena. They never tore down the the Milwaukee Arena. Now they're tearing down the Bradley Center and they <laughs> built this new one. And the Milwaukee Arena is still going to stand there. It's still going to be there. That's uh, great. Yeah, but the uh, the Pfizer Forum it's a great place to watch basketball. Uh, it's it's the the way the seats are laid out you're like you're you're on top of the court like so they okay. like kind of no matter where you sit so like uh it's 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 an awesome venue jeremy uh great for the city of milwaukee and uh yeah so college basketball though is what gets me through okay yeah for sure yeah that's that's good i wish i could i wish i could take more of an interest in in, in college basketball mm-hmm. um I should look at it as just like research for like betting on March Madness. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Um, I usually enter Jeremy's uh, work pool uh, yeah. every year and do horribly in it. <laughs> I, and I follow college basketball, so those those are always a those are always a crapshoot. That's true, actually. Yeah, the years that I've done good at that, it, I've had very little uh, research. So maybe that maybe there's something to be said for that. Um, I will say I was also watching. Um, God bless the M- MLB Network. First of all, MLB Network is still producing new programming. Like uh, through the off season, so they have like a nightly news like show, and it's like, man, I, I wouldn't want to have to be the guy who like comes up with like like filling time for that. <laughs> but God bless them; they they've been showing Arizona Fall League games. Nice. So two weeks ago, they showed the Arizona Fall Stars game, and then last Saturday, I was actually stuck at work um, till like eleven p.m. Uh, and uh, they think like this is like a godsend. They had there was an actual uh, game on starting at 7 o'clock Central Time. So that took me through like most of my the end of my shift. Nice. Uh, which was awesome. So I got to see uh, a bunch of players. Nico Horner, um, f- first year, uh, the, this year's number one draft pick by, for the Cubs. Um, there's a kid, Sam Hilliard, for the Rockies that we saw, or that I saw. Um, Jazz Chisholm, who, mm-hmm. who uh, we saw in the um, uh, the Kane County at uh, – I forgot who were they, who are they playing? Uh, was it Quad Cities uh, or were, were they the ones who that, played the Snappers? They played the Snappers. Okay, yeah, whatever. This is the, the, Diamond, the Diamondbacks affiliate, whoever yeah, they right, are. Right, <laughs> I yeah. forget now. Uh-huh. But um, I got to see him, and like he looked a lot better than when we saw him in was person. It Cedar Rapids, yeah. Cedar Rapids Colonels. Yeah, I believe okay, that's who all it right, was. all right. Uh, yeah, so I think that actually might be the Twins affiliate. I don't know. <laughs> who, who the hell knows? Who, who the hell knows? Right. Yeah. Whatever. So. Um, uh, oh well, no, the Kane County is is uh, Arizona. So he was with Kane County. Yeah, he okay. was. W- okay, there we go. All right, we got it. Yep. We worked it out. Um, uh-huh. It's the off season for not just the players. Um, so <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, a lot of great players. Uh, Tyler Nevin, uh, who's Phil Nevin's Related son. To Phil Nevin. Yes, okay. his son. Um, he like is like tearing up the fall league right now. Um, I think he's maybe leading in like total bases or something. Uh-huh. He's right up there in batting average, so he's 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 looking really good out of the the fall league. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good guys in there. John Duplantier uh, mm-hmm. is a pitcher for the uh, Diamondbacks, um, yeah. who's uh, who's who was drafted for first round in 2017. So there's a lot of guys in there, and it's just amazing. The fall the fall stars game was amazing because just guy after guy who like 
I wanted to see. Then you said uh, Keston Hira for the Brewers is uh, doing it up. Keston Hira, last time I checked, was leading the league in average, which is not surprising because no. he's like, uh, that's what he does. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was cool. Um, uh, I actually haven't seen him. Uh, I haven't. He wasn't in either. Or he, he didn't. I didn't see him in either one of those games. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, he's he's doing well out there. So yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. With yeah, him. and you know, I'll say as a Brewers fan, like just service time be damned. Mm-hmm. Like just just let this guy come up and play. I mean, he was already a college player, so he's already probably 22 or 23 years yeah. old. Just get him up. Just get, who, who do you have? Scope at second base is that <laughs> yeah. your plan? Just play yeah. here or there, you know. To, and give the people something to be excited about. He's probably not going to hit worse than Scope. Okay, his glove probably leaves something to be desired. Yeah. But uh, the way the Brewers shift, maybe that's not going to be an issue. Yeah. Get him up! Yeah, I, I agree. I think there there was even like a, a, a brief rumbling about maybe bringing him up for the stretch run this year, mm-hmm. which would have been cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it'll be exciting to see him. There's, a, there's still uh, some good guys in the uh, Brewers uh, pipeline that are coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, it should be interesting stuff. But uh, that was definitely helping me through. Um, but uh, and then I think this Saturday they're going to show the championship game. So, oh, so that's pretty cool. So I guess wow. uh, I got to see some stuff without having to fly out there. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, so that's that's good. Um, but yeah, so um, you know we're in time now. We're we're the the MLB is just starting to announce their award winners for mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we did our preview show, uh, show already about it. Um, and then today, uh, as of this recording, they announced uh, the rookies of the year. Yeah, and so Jeremy's boy Otani got that's the right. AL. That's uh, right. Yeah, Nakuna for the uh, Braves. Yep, got that's the right. NL. Um, yeah, so Jeremy, you uh, you called it, and uh, uh, you 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 also mentioned that uh, right before we started recording that it was his September that got it for him. I think it was. I mean. Like, cause I, I listen. I I liked Otani, but I I would not have voted uh, for like him over like Andujar or Torres if the guy was sitting on the shelf with like a torn with a torn up elbow. Um, but the fact that like he came out there and like he he hit like three homers in a row, I think. Yep. Like right after they announced the Tommy John surgery, and it's like, and he kept hitting homers after that. And it's like. All right, like I think you know, if you were close and then you saw what he did in that September, it's like that. You know, I could see that tipping it over. Yeah, so. oddly enough, his uh, his injury um, almost kind of won him Rookie of the Year. I don't yeah. know that they would have no. been playing him every day uh, as the DH if he would have, uh, you know, been still p- pitching. That's true, and also like it gave him that like extra. It's like, hey, he's doing this, and he has got a torn uh, UCL ligament or whatever. Right. So right. I think that helped him. Uh, and du- and Duhar ended up finishing second, mm. so uh, Glaber really fell off there a little bit. I yeah, mean, he did. Yep. You know, uh, I- I'm sure he's still going to be a great player, but um, uh, again, we mentioned this before, but maybe Cubs fans can breathe a little sigh <laughs> of relief. But um, but yeah, and then the Acuna. I mean, you know, honestly, so actually, the other thing that's going on right now is that MLB Japan series. I don't know if you've seen any of the highlights. or No, games I, haven't. I haven't. It, it, I haven't. Man, I w- we I should have pulled up the roster. The the offensive guys, they're Acuna and Soto are playing right now, so they're, it's kind of cool. They're playing on the same team. Is Yelich on that team? Yelich is not. Okay, on Okay, I think team. he's playing some kind of offseason. I don't think maybe he is, not, at least. but okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember him. Uh, Kike Hernandez is on that team, Ugh. and but like 
so the offense is like it's not great, but the pitching staff is even worse. Yeah, like Hector Velasquez, I think his name is the guy yeah. for the Red Sox. Yep. yep, he's he was he like started one of those games. Like the the pitching staff is brutal. Mm. Um, How are they doing? They they got their asses handed to them. <laughs> um, I think like they might have lost the first two games like to the Japan All Stars. Okay, um, and uh, I haven't really. There's a guy named Yanagita. Which reminds me, like, I think that that's a name of a guy in Fargo. Oh. Oh, Mike Yanagita. You oh, know, wow. like, I think he, that's the guy who um, Francis McDormand meets uh, oh, at, at, at the, the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Margie, I'm so in love with you, or whatever he oh, says. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Mike Yanagita, and there's a Yanagita on the on the Japanese team. So that that, that name stood out to me. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, so I was watching that. And anyway, Soto, like... My digression is this Soto has looked good in those games. He hit like a homer and stuff, and he's got like a good form. I think he's going to be, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think he's going to be a good player, but uh. um, but he could be like, um, like I almost got vibes of a young Carlos Beltran okay. from like Juan Soto. So we'll see what, you know, what he ends up doing in his career. But. Well, he's got really impressive uh, discipline. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he really, he, he takes a, lo- a ton of pitches. Uh, he's very selective, and he seems to have a, a, a really good knowledge of the strike zone. I mean, you can you uh, compare him to a guy like uh, Moncada on the White yeah. Sox, who struck out about 250 times yeah. this year. And uh, yeah, there's just such a vast difference, and Soto's only 19. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this guy seems to be the limit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he, he ended up finishing second, and uh, again, those two will be linked forever, so uh, we'll see how yep. their careers pan out. Yeah, the only person who wasn't happy about uh, Cunha winning the Rookie of the, uh, of the Year award was that idiot uh, on the or, Marlins. Arania, yeah, yeah, Jose yeah. Arania. Ure- Jose Arania. Yeah, he yeah. I hope he wasn't watching uh, the broadcast because he might have thrown a baseball at his TV. <laughs> and, then, and then his like wife you know, carried him off the field. Like, like you know, like separated them from uh, from each other. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, that guy's a bum. Uh, so, um, so there, right. there was uh, Jeremy. I don't know. Uh, people were like, "Was this clickbait or was it real?" Yeah. Uh, the whole brouhaha with possibly the Cubs are, are shopping Chris Bryant. Right. Yeah. Man, I I would have like really like poo pooed the whole like notion of it, but. Like Buster Only was the one who reported that. Yeah, ESPN's Buster Only, who's uh, obviously a, a very credible, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the more credible sources. Uh, at first, people seemed to think that the whole thing was just some blown out, uh, out of proportion uh, interpretation of a Theo Epstein quote where he said, "I don't do untouchables." Yeah, right. Um, right. But I, I don't. Well, I don't know, Jeremy. How would you feel about if the Cubs shopped Chris Bryant? I, it's it's absurd. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like I was talk, I I ta- I did talk about it with a friend of mine. Um, but it's like, I mean, my question is like, what are they? What's the point of them doing this? Like, like did they try? Like, I'm I'm obviously don't. I was not taking it at face value. So then I'm like, well, what is? Why is this being even released? Are the Cubs trying to like light a fire under Chris Bryant to say like? Hey, if you don't, because he just rejected like an extension, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Or he like he's he he said he wasn't going to sign a, an early extension or something like that. Um, so like, are they trying to say like, hey, you know, we we could trade you if you don't sign that extension? Like, I I don't know what what the what the point what the end game is. Um, Theo like was asked about it afterwards, and he said, um, you know, uh, you we listen to any offer. Um, but and there's and there's a lot of teams who would be interested in Chris Bryant, but like we're all looking for a cr- player like Chris Bryant, or he's like the Cubs are looking for a player like cr- Chris Bryant. So yeah. it's like okay, whatever, just just say like, well, what's the harm in saying like 
I don't know. Like we're not like it would take something monumental to 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 perk our interest or whatever. Right. Right. You know, I don't know. Whatever. So, because uh, like half of like the GM like job is like posturing to the media and like like presenting this like this like attitude towards the media and then having another attitude you know behind closed doors or whatever so mm-hmm. i don't know i mean shop it, it makes no sense to shop chris bryan it's ridiculous uh I, I i don't know i there's nothing to it for me i don't know for sure um I, I, so, so i'm thinking that uh on chili davis's uh way out yep. he had some choice words for the you know the cubs organization uh he said that he's not going to put the blame on himself sure. for uh yeah. for being fired but yeah. he, he also um specifically mentioned uh launch angle um when mm-hmm. he was uh when he was being interviewed, he said that he was trying to tell the players that pitchers don't pitch to launch angle anymore. Um, and it, it seems to me that the fact that he would specifically say launch angle would almost mean that he was calling out Chris Bryant. Because right. I think people, when you hear launch angle, you think about Chris Bryant. Nobody nobody really had heard that term until Bryant came up. That, yeah. it, that kind of the whole thing, at least for me, kind of seemed to start with him. Um, yeah. So the fact that Chili Davis would specifically mention that almost, you know, because people were like, well, who was Chili Davis calling out? He called out the millennial players. <laughs> yeah. But I think that he was maybe specifically calling Bryant out. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um Again, Brian was injured. He, yeah, and he was injured. He was having a he was having a tough year. Yeah. Uh, he was not healthy. We even said when we saw that final Pirates Cubs game that like they should just shut Brian down because yeah. he wasn't doing anything to help the team. No, no, no. It was there was a, there was a while when when he went out and David Bodie was like doing well. It was like Bodie was playing better than Chris Bryant was when Chris Bryant yep. before he went on the DL or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like just you got to throw this year out the window. Yeah, which is another reason why it's ridiculous if the Cubs want to shop Bryant because it's like. This is the his lowest value right now ever. Yeah. So it's like, why would you shop him now? Like, like, and if I know this stuff, if I know this stuff, and you know this stuff, then like everyone else knows this stuff too. Yep. Like, it, it, I don't know. So whatever. So, um, it's just there's nothing to talk about. Just throw the throw it out. Yeah, could throw this year out. He yeah. was not healthy. Throw this year out. Throw the the <laughs> trade rumors out. Throw everything out because he's going to be playing on the Cubs next year. Yeah, that's true. Here's yeah. the thing. Uh, so they they have said, and I would believe this, that Bryant has always been sore about the the service time thing that okay. they that they delayed his service time. Um, yeah. And maybe that's also Scott Boris like getting in his ear and telling him to be pissed. Sure. But you have to think like because I think that the Cubs, uh, not the Cubs, the White Sox are going to do this next year with Eloy. Yeah. Um, bring him up mid April. Uh, the service time thing. You have to wonder like, does that sort of thing what are the ramifications of doing that does that damage uh the uh relationship yeah. uh with a player long term when you hold him back to uh, extend his uh free agent year yeah no exactly it's was it cutting your nose off to spite your face yeah or whatever yep like um yeah because it's like they're trying to get another year out of him but it's like you're also harming their desire to want to resign right so like you're really screwing yourself long longer term mm-hmm. but um I mean, yeah, it's happening everywhere. So yep. like Brian, oh, yeah. Brian shouldn't take it personally, or like no. he he he's got to know that this, like yeah, Eloy, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like these guys should have been up last year, mm-hmm. and they're 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 not even going to break camp with the team because they're gonna they're. I think it's like April eighteenth or something yeah. uh, that they can bring him up or something. So that's just going to happen. Uh, I I don't know. I think. It would be a shame if 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 somehow Bryant decided he didn't want to re-sign with the Cubs because of that. Yep. Um, but uh, I mean, if he likes playing with Rizzo and he likes being in Chicago, uh, you know, I think he's going to stay here. 
So, yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Um, and hey, if, if they hadn't done that service time thing, the odds are we may not have been able to see his major league debut. That's right. So yeah. uh, thank you, Theo Epstein. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so right before we move on to our next thing, uh, so Jeremy, I think we neither of us have, have heard the uh, new Cubs <laughs> pitching coach's name said. No. Uh, but uh, we, we think it's Iapoche. Yeah, what's his first name even? I don't is even it, know. Is it Mike Iapoche? Uh if I could scroll through my article here really quick and and find it, uh, yeah, I, I don't even I don't even remember what his first name was, but um, yeah, no, so we don't, and so we we, we don't know exactly how it's pronounced, um, but uh, we were we were talking about this earlier on uh, before we recorded, like there was a guy on the Cubs, uh, and I remembered his like 1987 Topps baseball card, um, and his name was like Tom Nochi, N O C E. And uh, I didn't know how to pronounce it then, so I thought I thought it was I just called him Tom Nose, which was like weird to say. It sounded like a weird mispronunciation, but uh, I assume it's Iapoche or Iapachi or something. Maybe mm, Iapache, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So if, if if we were gonna take bets on it, and and you're going with Iapoche, I'll 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 take the dark horse with Iapache. It it, it it would be very funny if it was neither. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's Iapos. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was thinking uh, possibly that. Well. So we mentioned um, uh, uh, the Cubs and their their you know goings on. Uh, something that's even been big news, surprisingly, in the off season has been the White Sox. Uh, so yeah. they have been linked to both Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, the two biggest free agents on the market. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's for sure. And so like there was a story about um, there was. Was it during like a Bulls game? Someone took a picture of this. Yeah, it was like on the scoreboard. It said number thirty-four, Bryce Harper. Yeah, it wasn't even a scoreboard though. It was a stage. Yeah, there oh, was, was like it a, a stage. There was a stage set up, and like there was a ribbon banner on the top of it, and it said like it had the White Sox logo, and then it said like yeah, like uh, um, Bryce Harper number thirty-four on it. Yeah, and, like and you know in White Sox colors or whatever. So it's like. Yeah, and no one knows exactly what it was about. If there was, it's like the picture of the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was this a farce? It could have just been some guy with like control over the scoreboard screwing around. Yeah, exactly. Somebody saw it. My theory is that like maybe Bryce Harper was in Chicago being courted. You know, like like you know, just like colleges do uh, recruit uh, you know good good players. (laughs) Like they were recruiting him and they took him to the United Center and like did like a video (laughs) thing with him or something like that. I like that they took him. That's like taking like like hiring someone from like you know at your uh at like mcdonald's or something and take him to like the google headquarters and say like hey yeah this is in chicago too you know <laughs> they got these pods that you can just hang out in and you know free food whenever you want uh now let's go over to where you'll be working <laughs> you know it's like he's not gonna be at the united center but right. like it's like hey man whenever you want some blackhawks tickets uh you know we'll, we'll get you in there or something yeah we'll get you on the glass uh-huh. um but uh yeah i my guess yeah like there was speculation that they, that they were courting him just like the team's courted Shohei Otani. Maybe they, should, maybe the White Sox created a 3D display of what Bryce Harper's life would be like in Chicago. Right, like a 3D like Italian beef sandwich or something. <laughs> and he'd be like, "Go ahead, take a bite, Bryce." You know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, there was speculation that it was for the, uh, some sort of presentation. I, I, my, I was also thinking like a video graphics guy was maybe just testing it out and just put that in there because he's a Sox fan and he's hoping. Like pie in the sky situation, right. um, who knows? Uh, you know, I always wonder like, what, what what could they what could they do to Bryce Harper to like 
Like, like, put, what kind of show could they put on to him to like make him like come to Chicago? You got to bring Gene Honda in somehow. Like, maybe. this is how you're. This is how you'll sound every day. Yeah, maybe that's it. If that's enough, I I could see Bryce Harper being swayed by hearing his like his his name said cool in a cool way. Right, right. So maybe that is a, maybe that is a good uh, strategy. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So. I can't believe Bryce Harper is even in the conversation. Yeah, I can't believe he would even entertain the po- – who's to say if he's entertaining the possibility right. of it and if this isn't just a bunch of smoke and mirrors? I think it's funny. Like I kind of picture Brian or uh, uh, Bryce Harper like kind of like hearing that and like just like smirking to himself like, yeah, right, or yep. something, you know? Yeah, here's the thing. So no effing way on Bryce Harper. He's never going to sign with the White Sox. Machado, yeah. however, I could see Machado signing with the White Sox. If sure. they give him like 10 years and $350 million, Yeah. Yeah, I could sure. see Manny Machado being a White Sox. Yeah, yeah, I could see it too. Um, yeah, it's interesting that yeah they're both leaked there, um, or linked there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I I could see him too. Like, uh, God, who was so Yalmer was pretty much playing third base for the for the White Sox. Yeah, I, <laughs> I could also see the White Sox saying like, we can't you know get rid of Tim Anderson for Manny Machado and stuff like that. <laughs> um so I don't know I, I guess Manny still wants to play shortstop right like he still wants to play shortstop and like teams it's like known that he's better at he would be better at third base so I don't know what's going to end up happening with that but uh, I can see him signing there for sure yeah, yeah and if he signed with the White Sox I could also see just so many problems with him uh his hustle and him being an asshole and maybe classing with Renteria and just yeah. like a, a bunch of brouhaha on the sports talk shows about all of this stuff and it yeah. becoming a huge distraction and problem for the team. Yeah, I mean, even the White Sox, like he'll get he'll get some crap from the media, like even even like with being on the White Sox, like so. Yeah, I could see him having a tough time with the media in, in Chicago, like for yeah. sure. So so he, well, here's the interesting thing. So I, uh, you know, talking about off season stuff, what we follow in the off season. I frequently uh, uh, go on a, uh, a sports uh, basketball message board that's primarily uh, based for Marquette basketball. But there is a guy on there um, who seems to be pretty connected to the uh, White Sox. Okay. Um, he's not involved with the franchise, but like he he knows people. He's been saying for a couple of years. Uh, just the people he's talked to that they've been uh, planning to go all in on Machado when he hits free agency. Okay. And he said as recently as a week ago that like even though he, Machado might not sign with the White Sox, they're not going to be outbid for his services. So they are going to make a, a a big uh, a big offer to him. I think. Okay. So yeah. we'll we'll see where that goes. But I you know th- that guy is pretty. Um, he says stuff about like the Bears too. Uh, but like he seems pretty connected, so it'll be interesting to see uh, to see where that goes. But they're gonna give him some of that Shields money for sure. They yeah, they freed that, that up. For yeah, him. yeah. What did they save twenty mil by not picking up that option? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So yeah, that's um, yeah, that's something good there. That that'll, that's a good start, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, oh man, I don't know. Um, Machado on the White Sox. I could I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> well, there there were a couple of other uh, hot stove. Things that happened, uh, you know, Kershaw got what three years, ninety-three million yeah. to re-sign with the yeah. Dodgers. So he opted out but re-signed. Yeah, could have could have got this. Could have got that. Like you've said, Jeremy, he could have gotten that money anywhere, anywhere yeah. he wanted. Yeah. So I think, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's in a way like, um, I, I yeah that 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 opt-out clause is just like another chance to like trade up basically like like with money because like yeah I, it seemed like he didn't want to leave and the Dodgers didn't want to leave so it's just like. It was like a built-in raise, essentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I mean, he he was already making like thirty million dollars a year. So yeah. I don't know what is it just like the first year is really front-loaded, or like is it just like one million more a year than he was already making? 
yeah. I don't know the specifics of it, but it didn't. It didn't seem like it was much more than he was already going to get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's like it's just built in. Like it's like all right, you know, we're we're going to give this to you at this point in time or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so that happened. So he he's not going anywhere. Um, Renteria signed a, an extension. He did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was thinking he was probably smiling uh, about that about that fact. Yeah. yeah. It's like here you go, Ricky. Here's something to smile about. Yep. Yeah. That's extensions for managers are uh, managers can be fired at any time. You know, yeah. for any reason. So it, it, teams usually seem don't seem to care how many years a manager has left on his contract. Yeah. And I mean, were the Cubs paying <laughs> Renteria's? Uh, contract this first couple of years anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, because there was something about... I know that, like, is that in... Uh, I don't even know. Is that in football when, like, a guy gets... No, because they, they don't... One of the... Maybe, it, I guess it's baseball or something. Like, if a guy gets released and, like, he's owed money, like, the team has to keep paying him off. But then if he signs with another team, then, like, that team... Then that that's washed out and then he just gets paid whatever the new team signs him for. I yeah. can't think if that's basketball or football. Yes. Uh, well, okay, yeah. Uh, so that it's definitely college sports uh, because what happened was Ben Howland for uh, UCLA... Um, okay. He had a thing where he got fired from UCLA, but he couldn't coach for like a year okay. because he wouldn't be able to collect the money from the last year of his contract, okay. which was yeah. like $5 million. But then, so, yeah. yeah, then when that was up, then he started looking for jobs again. Okay. So, so I don't know if that's, yeah, the, the, the coach, I can't remember now the details. Honestly, when that happened, I was like, see you, Ricky, <laughs> when, when we signed Madden. So. Well, interestingly enough, I think Madden is uh, a lame duck this year, right? This is he the is. last year of his contract. Yeah, yeah. And the Cubs are like, you know, they're like, we're not going to talk extension. Madden's playing it cool. Um you know, he said he, that's no. You know, he understands whatever. So we'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's that's. It, I mean, man's got gonna have to be fine with it. It's not like he can like. Uh, you know, uh, not try as hard to manage. Right. You know, it's like you know if you're if you're starting. You know, you know, power hitter is is not happy with the contract situation. It could affect the team a little more than the manager. So yeah, and hey, maybe if Madden isn't trying so hard, maybe that would be a good thing for yeah, everybody. Exactly, he yeah. wouldn't be over managing. Yeah, he'll leave uh, Kyle Hendricks in for you know more than uh, six innings or whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, so that so Kershaw happened. Uh, Jung Ho Gang uh, has, has got another deal. Who, who did? Uh, so who did he, he sign? The with? Pirates resigned him. They're the like, Pirates we, re-signed. we can't let this guy go. He's so great. You know, we'll we'll look past. He's he signed for like three million dollars or something. What I mean, I don't even understand what use they would have for him. Don't they have Colin Moran to play third base? I thought Young was a, uh, or Gung was a third baseman. Um, I think he was playing second. Was he, was he playing second? Short. Okay. Yeah, but like, it's like, it's kind of, it's disheartening just to think of like, you know, um, uh, this guy could have all these like horrible like things. Yeah, three or one million dollar contract and two and a half million in performance bonuses. It's 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 sad that like a guy can can like have this much crap like on his record, and then just get three million dollars. Yeah. Like, hey, man, we know that you uh, have some allegations and all in this drunk driving and all this stuff, but uh, here's three million dollars. You know. Yeah. You wasn't know, there like, also like some assault in a hotel room or yeah. something like that in Chicago? Yeah. In Chicago, oh, it was in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. I think I was probably at one of those games when he had that alleged assault. <laughs> just like I was at, uh, I actually saw. Um, I was at a golf tournament um, in Chicago. And I saw Tiger Woods. It was before all of this stuff happened. And it was like, there were, like, he allegedly saw one of these, um, 
uh, porn stars in Chicago. Oh, so wow. he was probably like either had just seen her the night before or like was going to see her that night. Yeah. And I saw him in the golf tournament. Yeah, so. yeah. That was probably on <laughs> on his mind during yeah, that probably. tournament. It was a practice round. So yeah, <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely think so. Um, yeah, Sabathia resigns for a one year deal. Yeah, that, that, I think he did he say too that that would be his last season? Did, did he? He, say he that? may have. Okay. It would make sense. But yeah, uh, yeah good for him. I, like I've, I've said on, on here, I've always liked CC. Sabathia. It would have been too weird to see him like on the Angels or something yeah. for a one-year contract, which could be the uh, which could have been uh, qualified for a future potential uh, topic that yeah. we talked about earlier. So, so uh, yeah, just just to throw it out there, Jeremy and I were talking about possibly doing an episode about like players who ended up on weird teams to end their career. Yeah. Although, if CC Sabathia would have resigned with the Indians, that would have been the topic for another <laughs> podcast, which which would be players who were famous for being on a team left. And then went back to that team for one last year. But you may not have remembered that. But you may not have remembered yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So, um, anyway, um, let's see. There was a trade. Zunino, Mike Zunino goes to the uh, Tampa Ra- Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, the two, two true outcome player, Mike Zunino. It's going to be a home run or a strikeout <laughs> yeah, with him. Yeah, pretty much. Um, for Malik Smith, okay. uh, among some other, and some other guys were involved in that trade. You have a Malik Smith story, well, don't you? Yeah, so when, I, like, uh, in 20, I guess it was 2016, right? I went down to... Um, uh, I did like a a three game. Uh, uh, it was, yeah, 2016. I did a three city tour. Um, I, I flew into Miami. I saw Miami Marlins game. Then I drove up to Tampa Bay and I saw a Tampa Bay Rays game. And then I drove up to Atlanta and I saw the last year of Turner Field. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, Malik Smith was on the Braves, and um, I was walking around the stadium checking it out because I was there early and. Uh, they were the Braves were doing batting practice and uh, Malik Smith was in the cage. I'm pretty sure it was Malik Smith, and he hit a homer. <coughs> he hit a homer into the uh, right field seats, oh. and I was right there when it happened. And I'd never caught a ball in my life. Um, and this ball came like it was like two rows behind me, but there was no one around, and so like. The ball like was smoked into like I would my hand would have disintegrated if I would have caught this thing, um, but it it was smoked. It landed two rows behind me. I ran over to grab it, and I put my hand on the ball. And at the exact same time, I put my hand on the ball. This like girl ran from the other side and put her hand on the oh, ball. Oh bullshit! We both our hands both touched at the exact same time. Oh man! And I could have yanked it out of her hand, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And, and she just took the ball. <laughs> Man, there, there should be some kind of instant replay for that. They should have gone to New York. Yeah. Like whoever whoever touches that ball first yeah. should be able to get it. Yeah, or answer this like ten question baseball quiz. <laughs> you know? Like whoever passes, whoever gets a better score gets the ball. Yeah. Um, but like I didn't. I just and like I could have just grabbed it and just like ran away basically, yeah. and I probably would have been fine. But it's like I would have literally like I would have had to like like yank my hand. You know, backwards with the ball, and it's like eh. it would have been a George Costanza move. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have you. You wouldn't be telling me that story if you had actually grabbed grabbed it. Mm-mm. No, so um, so yeah, so I so I almost had a Malik Smith BP homer ball, but uh, it was not to be, I guess. No, your 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 kindness uh, won over. Well, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so uh, I guess this brings us to our uh, our topic for the week, right? Yeah. Well, Mike. Yeah, like so. Mike Zunino is a good segue into that because he was a very high draft pick, uh, and uh, he just kind of hasn't panned out yet. So what we're going to talk about is guys who were uh, surprisingly high draft picks, uh, guys who guys who you see and are just like, whoa, that guy was picked there yeah exactly really Which, and it was inspired by our 
our talk uh, a couple weeks ago yeah. about Christian Cologne. Yeah, Christian Cologne, right? We brought him up. Jeremy, uh, much to my surprise, Jeremy pointed out that he was uh, drafted number four overall in 2011. Yeah, correct. Uh, which is crazy. And uh, I, I, w- I had just mentioned to uh, uh, Jeremy that I had been re-watching the uh, clip we played many episodes ago. Uh, the Lou Pinella clip where he had his <laughs> right. meltdown. And uh, was that 2011 that that happened or 2010? Jeez, um, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. I don't I'm know, sure. but it must have been like Tyler Coleman's rookie years. And then I had mm-hmm. been looking, because uh, Pinella, the, the source of that rant is him not getting Colvin into the lineup. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I looked at Colvin, uh, and then he was drafted number 13 overall in like 2006 or okay. seven or something like okay, that. Yeah. So I thought that was really high for Tyler Colvin. Yeah. Uh, so then I said to Jeremy, well, we should do an episode uh, about this or a topic about this. Just real, real quick aside about Tyler Colvin. Like, I don't know, you, I don't know how close you were watching Cubs, following Cubs baseball at the time, but like, it, those were the lean years for sure. And so like Tyler Colvin was actually like a, a boon of, of uh, hope for yeah. us. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, so he came up like that, that, that one year and was doing well. And then uh, towards the end of the year, he, he was at third base <clears throat> and um, a guy, I don't remember who was batting, but he like broke his bat and the bat like handle or the bat like barrel flew in the air and it was like a sharp tip and it like speared Harp, uh, Tyler Colvin in the chest. Jesus! And like so, he got stabbed in the chest by this broken bat. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I don't know if he played the rest of that year, but like, it was like this. I, I remember. I actually <laughs> this came up on one of my like like Facebook memories because I wrote it about it on Facebook. But it's like this is what happens to our to Cubs prospects. They get stabbed in yeah. the chest. Yeah. So it's like. Not only did this guy, you know, get hurt or like not pan out, but he got friggin' stabbed with a bat. So that's what that's that's my memories of Tyler Colvin. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, so yeah. Anyway. That's that's just uh, uh, bad luck right there. You know, yeah, I, I will absolutely. say, uh, Jeremy, just before we move on, there, there's a couple things I've been quoting from that Penella thing just to bring it back. <laughs> my my favorite one is people are calling me ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think they're ridiculous. <laughs> the uh, way, and he's like, in the way that they analyze, they're ridiculous. Yeah, and, and I also he's like we. We've got five major league outfielders on this team, and I'm not just going to abandon one or two of them. Yeah, I won't do it. Yeah. Oh man! That's... And, th- and then he goes on to name those five, and like yeah. one of them is Marlon Bird. Yeah, yeah. And I uh. like, yeah, he, he's like talking about why they're in the lineup against PB. He's like, we got Soriano, who's hitting about 400 against PB for his career. We got Fukudome, who's four for six. Like, four for six is kind of a... It's a small sample size. I mean, four for six is four for six. But a it's a... Bit. Yeah. yeah, so uh, that that's great. I, I never realized how much I appreciated, uh, like, how funny Lupinella could be until until then. Yeah, no, no. It's good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff. I mean, maybe Lou, you know... I mean, do you have any concept of what why they would say that? Like, he... You need to get these guys reps. Mm-hmm. And, like, Marlon Bird and friggin' Fukudome are not... I mean, well, Fukudome, they were still holding out hope for. But it's like, you could sit Marlon Bird a couple games to just to see what Tyler Colvin is doing. <laughs> yeah. You're going nowhere. Anyway, whatever. They, we won the World Series. We won the World Series. All right, all right, <laughs> so, uh, so, one of my first guys uh, was uh, uh, Chris Nelson, Jeremy. Uh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so Chris Nelson was drafted uh number 4, no not number 4, rather number 9 overall. I have this I have this in my notes here. Okay, okay. yeah. Chris Nelson was drafted number 9 overall by the Colorado Rockies in 2004. Okay. Now, Chris Nelson was just like a lifetime bum. Uh he was a guy who never I mean, do you remember Chris Nelson at all? No, I don't. Okay. 
Yeah, he was, on, he was on the Rockies for a little while. He was on the Padres in 2014 for a minute. What, what um, position did he play? Uh, he was like second base shortstop. Uh, if we, yeah, we can pull him up on baseball reference okay, here. yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, he played a couple years in the major leagues uh, recent, recently. Um, the only reason he came to my attention was because he's in me and my dad's 2014 Stratomatic season. Uh, I kind of remember this guy, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I guess. So I thought, when, when, I, when I was looking at these drafts, I thought, my God, this guy was drafted number nine overall in 2004? Yeah, that's pretty bad. And he did go, he, I guess he was, a, he was a junior college guy, I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah, Pasadena City College. You, you got to wonder why he wasn't good enough to play at UCLA if yeah. he was playing at Pasadena. <laughs> <Or anywhere laughs> maybe his uh, maybe his grades uh, weren't weren't there or something. Yeah, maybe sometimes those guys uh, sometimes that's why those guys go the JUCO route. Yeah. Uh, I also um, so Jeremy, I, I guess in doing this research because I just I need to bring this up and I hate to bring this back to the Cubs, sure. but uh, so this is before I moved to Chicago. I didn't know anything about this, but this name has uh, and this. Has, this name has surprisingly never come up in any of our conversations. It's almost like some deep, dark secret that you Cubs fans have buried uh, and don't want anybody to find out about. Jeremy, who, who is Josh Vitters? Oh, God, yeah, Josh Vitters. Josh Vitters is one of the guys who I watched in the Arizona Fall League in 2010. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Josh Vitters was drafted... Um, a pick or two before Matt Weeders. He was drafted number three overall in 2007. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, that guy was like, he's just in another long line of like third baseman that never panned out for the Cubs. Like, and if you want to expand that, just players overall who didn't pan out for the Cubs, they were high draft picks. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a guy we waited for for years, Josh Vitters. God damn it. He he did have a cup of coffee. He did make yeah, it to the he, majors. Yeah, I, I looked on his baseball reference. He made it to the major leagues in like 2012. Didn't do anything. Never no. came back. No. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just didn't understand because I had never heard anybody mention this guy. But yeah. number three overall, and to like never do anything—that's a massive bust. I mean, yeah. Bryant was number two. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, if you're a top three draft pick and you never do anything, that's uh, that's bad. That sets your organization back. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. That's I. I think the memory of Josh Vitters was still in like our minds when when you know you drafted when you drafted uh, Bryant mm-hmm. because like yeah it's like I, I mean everyone was like Bryant is a no miss like like can't miss like no fail guy but like you know they're like well there's also jo- guys like Josh Vitters you mm-hmm. know but um but yeah so yeah he was uh just he yeah he we you know we wanted him and just nothing it never never happened no. um so another uh well if you want to switch off Jeremy we could uh I could, yeah. we could go with a guy in your list sure i mean so i had i had zunino on my zunino, list zunino yeah so he was what uh, number 2 or 3 no, overall number 3 overall in yeah. 2012 okay yeah um, and it's like i mean the guy is, has power, but uh, I mean, what's, what's his lifetime average? Like two twenty? It's got to be probably under that. Uh, yeah. I would say. Um, but like, yeah. And the thing is, they brought Zunino up so fast. If he was drafted in twenty twelve, what's his what's his lifetime average? Two oh seven. Ooh. Oh that's man, brutal. that's ugly. Uh, so they brought him up really fast. I mean, he was in the ba- he was playing every day in the major leagues in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Uh, maybe he could have used a little more seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So, um, and now he's, you know, he's he's someone else's uh, project, I suppose. So, um, yeah, I don't really know uh, what um, what he's going to end up doing in in Tampa, but uh, uh, yeah, the, the the homers are there, but just just has never really really come through. No, but. no. Uh, so one of mine was uh, this was he was the number four overall draft pick in 2003 for the San Diego Padres. Okay. Tim Stouffer. 
Oh, okay. Nice. Tim Stouffer was drafted number four overall. <laughs> like that, 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 that he, he seems like a guy who would have been a late round draft pick that just kind of that that made it. You know, yeah. a guy like a Vidal Nuno or something was drafted in like the fiftieth round. Or, this is a high uh, like research episode. I wish we had an intern who could just pull up all these numbers for yeah, us. Right. Yeah, right. So Tim, yeah, Stouffer. I, I is it Stouffer or Stouffer? Stoffer. Oh my God, I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole According time. According to uh, MLB reference. Tim Stoffer. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I love his uh, frozen dinners, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, don't know. I don't know about his pitching performance. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I. Uh, God, Tim Stoffer. Um, yeah, so Padres, Minnesota, and Mets. I would have thought, I, I could have swore he was on the, the, the Nationals at some point. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, number four overall and just like nothing. And not nothing really. Um, yeah, he pitched with the Padres for a, for a long time. They gave, they took they took a long time to give up on him. He uh, he pitched with them all the way up to through 2014, and he was drafted with them in 2003. Yeah, I probably saw a Tim Stauffer start at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. He's an interesting guy, I guess. Um, yeah, you can't. Uh, I mean, that's those those kinds of drafts are why the Padres were in the way they were in the like late 2000s early 2010s right right uh you know a couple of years of bad drafts with uh where your first round draft picks are not hitting and this happened with the brewers in the mid 90s uh it just yeah. it just kills your organization it sets yeah. it back years yeah for sure because not only do you have not have any good guys coming through the pipeline but you also don't have any uh trade capital if you want to make yeah. some trades yeah and like you know you you might like be less likely to sign someone if if they're going to be uh if they're going to block um, this guy who's coming up or whatever. Right, so, right. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's rough. Um, all right, so let me look at my list here. I got a bunch of a bunch of good guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, 2012, Tyler Naquin. Yeah. No, 15th overall. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say Naquin as well. I mean, uh, Naquin is like, I, th- I think he's playing, is he playing every day for the 20, was, did he play every day for the for the Indians last year? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was definitely a factor. Um, yeah. Uh, but he, he is the guy, so I, I had been wanting to uh, think of this guy's name. He's the guy who made the error in the World Series for the Indians in 2016, right? In center oh, field, okay. he dropped some ball that like oh, turned the game around. He, that was early on. Yeah, that's right. Early yeah. on in the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Russell might have hit it, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it was Tyler Naquin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so whatever. I guess 15th overall, um, you know, I, I, it's right in the middle of the round there. Um, he's like a fourth outfielder, mm-hmm. I would say, at best. And I guess I, in a first round, for the first round pick, I mean, I don't really know, like, what what really the, the end game is for a lot of these guys. But, like, I would think that if you're drafting a guy in the first round, you want him to be an everyday starter, ultimately yes and so like so i mean it's it's nice that he's made it to the majors and he's like on the roster and like he'll probably be on the roster next year but it's like he's also not like an impact player no so and for a first round pick i would think that you you would want a little higher yep. so so he, he he's on my list oh yeah and, and so jeremy definitely because i can see your list now and yeah. this is this is good so we we have some overlap here uh okay, so we cool. both have we both have brian mattis okay who is dra- cool. and brian mattis is brought up a lot on this podcast <laughs> mostly by me but yeah. uh but yeah he was drafted number four uh overall by the o's in 2008 i have a lot of guys who are drafted number four like yeah, I don't know if that's just the that's just the pick in the draft where you take a dark horse, yeah. but like and hope hope he pans out. But uh, yeah, Brian Mattis, uh, just just a guy who never did a whole lot with the O's, uh, and he just fizzled out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really know what uh, what what his deal is. Um, 
he like or even with the Orioles really they had a bunch of like guys they had a bunch of guys similar like starting pitchers very similar to Brian Mattis uh I can't I couldn't name them all right now but uh and like he looked okay for a while but um I mean he fell off so quick it's always funny when like a guy sticks around with his team that he's drafted with uh for a while Mm -hmm. and then you know, his contract is up, he becomes a free agent, and then no one ever signs him. Yep. You know, and it's like, I guess the Cubs took a chance on Mattis, uh, probably as a waiver claim, I can't remember, but uh, but um, he uh, he was just, yeah, he just never, he never had life outside of the Orioles organization, basically. No, no. So. Um, and yeah, we actually both also had uh, Brandon Morrow on, okay. our, on our list. And yeah. so here's the thing. Um, uh, it doesn't surprise me, just like looking at Morrow's stuff, that he would be a high draft pick. But for some reason, it did surprise me. I was like, really, he was number five overall. That just seemed high. But it also it also makes sense that like the league has taken so long to like give up on him, despite all of his injuries. Yeah, I know. I mean, like definitely as a starter, which I assume he. I mean, he, the Padres tried him as a starter, so um, mm-hmm. I assume that. Was he drafted by the Padres or? Uh, he was drafted by or the um, Blue Jays. Yeah, by the. Uh, let's see. Let me see what I have here. Uh, Brandon Morrow was drafted by. I get him the, in uh, Seattle. Ju- he was drafted by Seattle. Really? Yeah, okay. I think. Unless he was drafted yeah, twice. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I get him in uh, Drew Hutchinson confused. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, like you know, they tried him as a starter, and like, um, well, actually, yeah, he started off in the as a in out of the pen, but then when he went to Toronto, he was starting. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway. You know, he hasn't panned out. Uh, he didn't pan out as a starter, and I feel like teams tried for a while. And then you boom to the bullpen, and he, he had some value there. But when it, the Cubs needed him the most, he was on the bench or wherever he was. He mm-hmm. was in the trainer's room. Right. So, like, yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, he looked great last year with the Cubs when he was healthy. Yeah, but he like, did. We, I think all Cubs fans were waiting for him to, like, get injured, and it, sure enough, it happened. So. <laughs> yeah. The guy couldn't even make it back for the stretch run. It's no. like, that's not good. Man. No, no. What's he, is he still signed for one more year with I, them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah but the Cubs are uh, definitely exploring closer options. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so disappointment there for sure. Like, just hasn't lived up to his career. If he could make it, if he could, like, stick in the bullpen, then, like, I think he would be good. So... Anyway, um, we both, uh, well, actually, we I didn't have this one, but I was looking at it. Dylan Covey was drafted number 14 <laughs> overall by the Brewers. I by got, the Brewers. I, yeah, I got it. We had to put him on there because, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he's uh, he's another one of uh, uh, Rain Delay Theater's favorite sons. Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I guess, I don't remember what the circumstances were of why he didn't sign with the Brewers uh, despite yeah. being drafted that high. Yeah. Because I don't think he signed with them. I don't. I don't know if the White Sox acquired him in a trade, but like, did they? Did he again get get like drafted by the White Sox after going to college? Yeah. Here, let me let me take a look. Uh, yeah. What his situation was? Well, he was drafted by the Brewers in the first round, and then again in the, in the fourth round. So, so he didn't. Did he not sign as a as a first round pick with the Brewers? And then he went. He got drafted in the fourth round by the A's, and then uh, and he signed. Then he went to college. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't remember the circumstances. Of why he didn't sign. Um, I mean, yeah, I, that's kind of crazy. Because, okay, actually, interestingly enough, Mark Appel is the other first-round draft pick that like reminds that comes to mind when I think of guys who didn't sign. Yeah. Um, and he's we know what happened with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going back to law school now. So <laughs> good luck with that. Um, he's probably you know studying for finals right about now. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
I yeah, I, I guess I wasn't following the draft super close in 2010, so like I don't know if this was like a big deal like that like I mean, anytime your first round draft pick doesn't sign, it's 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 another big deal, but the the Brewers did draft a guy that had some type of medical issue. Um okay. uh I can't remember if it was Kobe though. So we'll we'll oh. have to we'll have to look into that uh, a little more. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I don't know, but so anyway, Kobe is not uh he's not first round material no matter how you slice it. No, so. no, and I'm not sad that he's uh not with the Brewers. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so Jeremy, when I think of guys who were drafted twice, I also think of Mark Appel. But when I when I don't think of Mark Appel, I think of Aaron Crow, who ah. was drafted twice in the first round in 08 and 09. Okay. Uh, he was drafted number nine in 08 and uh, number 12 in 2009. Okay. okay. Uh, I think originally he was drafted by maybe the Nationals. Um, but okay. in 2009, he was drafted by the Royals, where okay. he ended up. Uh, he actually made one All Star team. I think it was his rookie Ooh, year. He made he? the all- yeah. He made the All Star team in wow. 2011. Did not pitch in that game, uh, and then never really did much of anything else for the Royals. And now I don't think he's in baseball anymore. He's still in the mi- he's in the minors. Maybe I'll, I'll cross him off my list of uh, best players to never make an All Star. <laughs> Damn it! All right. That really screws up my my rankings there. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. Again, I think of like. Guys like so interesting, like like a guy like Luke Luke Hochaver, yeah, who is he, he, I think he had Tommy John surgery. He like I, I looked, I saw his name uh, the other day, and I'm like, what happened to that guy? Mm-hmm. Like I think he's just on the shelf with Tommy John or something. Yeah, but uh, that's a guy who was drafted as a starter, couldn't make it as a starter, but had a good life in the bullpen. Um, uh, you know, Aaron Crow like comes to mind, like like that, you know. I can I, I kind of put him in that category a little bit with maybe just because he's a royal, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, you know I don't know, but again like yeah, guys aren't drafted in the first round to be bullpen. Nope, guys. Nope. Yeah, uh, Ross Detweiler is another guy. He oh, was boy. drafted number six overall by the Nationals in okay. two thousand seven. Another nice. guy that ended up as a bullpen guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, C.J. Crone was the 17th overall pick in yep. 2011. Yeah, the, uh, Crony. Crony, baby. I think he had like, <laughs> what did he have, about 30 homers with the Rays this year? Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he had like a good, a good year game. with the Rays. He never panned out with the Angels, though. Was yeah. he dr- originally drafted by the Angels? Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he yeah, he's he's having a fine, he's having an okay career, but uh, again, not like a first-round material. No, no. And, you know, Jeremy, I saw we had some overlap, too. You, you had Gavin Floyd. Yeah, on your list. Yeah, number, Gavin, he, Floyd. Gavin Floyd was drafted number four overall by the Phillies in 2001. Yeah. Uh, and he pitched a long time for the White Sox, which maybe taints my, my <laughs> view of him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, another guy who's definitely, like, not first-round material, just he, an average starting pitcher. He definitely had TJ early on in his career. Did he? And I think that that kind of screwed him up. Uh-huh. I think his numbers were, like, I, I think he was... I I mean at this point so many pitchers have Tommy John surgery that you have to expect it but like I think that like he had some promise until he got that T- Tommy John surgery I think if I remember correctly maybe I could be completely wrong <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to see here uh yeah I don't know cuz then he he didn't really miss a year it doesn't look like right I'm not. I'm not seeing it. No. No. And yeah, he had a. Uh, he had. He had some. A couple years where he really ate up some innings for the uh, the White Sox. Yeah. Jesus. I maybe. Uh, maybe I'm confusing with someone else. I don't know. So maybe. Maybe he doesn't have any excuse. He can't. He can't <laughs> use Tommy John. He was Damn just it. an average pitcher. Floyd, I was trying to give you an out. But, uh, <laughs> you made me look like a fool on my own podcast. <laughs> Jeremy, you. Uh, you. You had. Uh, you had Ricky Weeks on your list. He was drafted number two. Now, perhaps you. 
are surprised by the fact that he was a number two overall pick, Jeremy. But as uh-huh. a Brewers fan, believe me, we always remembered that Ricky Weeks was a fucking number two overall pick. Yeah. There was yeah. a guy who, he could never play defense. He was just a massive disappointment. Yeah. Just a, a massive disappointment. Yeah. It's a guy, he, he never seemed... Like he could put it all together, yeah. uh, sort of like you know Addison Russell seemed with the Cubs before sure. everything else happened. Just sure. a guy where nothing ever ever seemed to click for him all at once. Uh, in his final season with the Brewers, uh, since they had Jennett playing second base, they said to Weeks, "Hey, like, could you maybe do you want to play the outfield? We'll get you more at bats." And he yeah. was just like, "No." <laughs> yeah. So thanks, thank you, Ricky. They yeah. asked him, you know, do you want to? Uh, would you like to be in the lineup on for your last home game so we can give you a send off? He said no. <laughs> so, like, fuck Ricky Weeks. Yeah, he seems like just a miserable, unhappy guy. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, Jameel Weeks never really did anything. No, either. and Jameel Weeks was also a very high draft pick. Yeah. Uh, he might have been in... Jameel Weeks might have been in the majors this year, somewhere, in 2018. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, not God. sure. Uh, we, would have to, we would have to look that up. But I'll I want to say that, like, Jameel that. Weeks did play somewhere. I could be... Uh, it's actually... Jameel is with a E. It's uh, J-E-M-I-L-E. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. Jameel Weeks. I want to say he played in the majors this year. Did he? 2016 is the last thing I see here. Oh, 2016. He was, oh, he was, no, you know, Jeremy, you know, you know what team he was on? Who? Um, I think he was on, so Jeremy and I tried to go to a Cubs Padres game, I think in 2016 and got rained out. Oh, okay. Uh, do you remember that? Um, um yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. we went with a couple of your friends. Uh, yeah. And Jameel Weeks was on the roster, okay. and I was excited to see him play, but <laughs> okay. uh, ultimately it was not to be. That game was rained out. Yeah, well, I mean, he was in the minors. He was with the Cubs last year in the Cubs AAA. Jeez oh, wow. Louise. Yeah. That was in 2017. And he never was. even gave him a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't make it. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Jameel Weeks on there for sure. Um, I, I want to mention this guy just for the hell of it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Drabeck. The okay. name rings a bell. So it's Doug Drabeck's son. Ah, um, okay. Who was like a longtime pitcher. Like, it's probably who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. So he was like um, uh, a staff ace. Like he was on those like early 90s Pirates teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was on the Astros for a little bit. Uh, but his son, Kyle Drabeck, uh, came up and um, got drafted. Uh, and like you were thinking like, okay, this guy's going to be good like his dad or whatever. And just like he... He, I don't. He might have only been in the league for like half a year or whatever. Yeah. And like he just never came back. I don't know if injuries like like kind of messed him up or what. But uh, yeah, he was uh, um, number eighteen overall in uh, twenty oh six, I think. Okay. Um, and just like never really panned out. Let's let me pull him up really quick. Yeah. Well, let, let's hope that uh, Al Leiter's son does not. Uh, is it Jack Leiter? <laughs> yeah. Let's hope it. Let's hope that doesn't happen to Jack Leiter. Yeah. So, oh, so he played parts of a few seasons. Yeah, I'm surprised. So, yeah, man, he he like barely got a quality. He was three games. So, so three games in his rookie year. Then he had he started uh, 14 games in 2011. Started 13 games in 2012. And then he appeared in three in 2013, four in 2014, three in 2015 with the White Sox. I don't oh, wow. remember that. Um, and one in 2016 with the Diamondbacks. So uh, he he barely qualified for like getting like counting a year there but uh, he had a handful of appearances yeah t- the teams were just trying to delay his, his service time let's, <laughs> let's, let's face it yeah exactly he's he might still be uh on that rookie contract <laughs> um yeah. uh so uh jeremy i also saw uh that you had um uh pedro alvarez yeah i feel like so that that for me that's the guy who i always think of when i think of a huge draft bust yeah yeah um he was you know the pirates thought the world of him there was a lot of hype 
going around him in the draft. And yeah. I mean, the guy just, I think he actually played with some with the Orioles this year. Okay. Um, yeah. But the guy is just. He's just not going to ever do anything. No, 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 no. The, the ship has sailed on him. Yep. And uh, the guy was always like, he always could have stood to lose like 20 pounds. I yeah. Feel. Like he yep. never like seemed to get himself. Like he was a big dude. He's, he was a powerful dude. He If he could have like, like kind of muscled up a little bit, I think he may have had a little more longevity in his career. The fact is though, he struck out like a ton. Yep. He was definitely a, a three true outcome guy. Oh yeah. And um yeah, just like a, a highly touted guy. I'll, I'll say this, Jack. In uh, would it have been twenty ten? Um, when did, what year did he debut? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, so he was drafted in like oh seven or oh eight. So yeah. maybe it was a couple years after that. Twenty ten. Okay. I think in early. I think it might have been before he debuted. I went to see an Indianapolis Indians game versus Columbus Clippers, and um, uh, I was going to see Pedro Alvarez. And uh, Carlos Santana, they were both in that game before yeah. they got called up. And um, Pedro Alvarez like hit a like blasted a shot off the off the wall and got like I think he actually got a triple. Um, but uh, he looked good, and I think maybe if I if my memory serves me correctly, he got called up a couple weeks later. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, this is cool. I got to see him. Uh, and then yeah, his career just never amounted to anything. But no. uh, but uh, I mean, you know, and he hit he hit homers. I think did he hit over thirty homers? In, yeah, in he, he led the league thirty six home runs and yeah. was it thirteen? Made yeah. the All Star team too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You can't cross but... him off the list. Of... <laughs> yeah, right. He's also ineligible. Yeah. for part two of that of that podcast. Uh, but uh, I mean, he hit homer. He's got one hundred sixty two career homers. But like. I think most people would say that he was a disappointment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so he was he was drafted. What year was that? Oh seven, maybe. Uh, let's see, Pedro Alvarez. Oh eight. Oh eight. Okay, yeah. so I think it was two thousand nine, if I'm uh, not uh, mistaken. Uh, yes, it was in two thousand nine. The Pirates used their number four overall draft pick on Tony Sanchez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. So yeah. you draft Pedro Alvarez at number two. Tony yeah. Sanchez at number four in consecutive years. Yeah. And you never get anything out of either one of them. No, not really, no. I don't even know how many career major league games Sanchez... It's it's not many, because I was looking at his baseball reference. I, I don't even know if it's 50. Okay, like, yeah. That's, it's really... He was in AAA this year, but... Okay. I think he was in the 2010 uh, Arizona Fall League when I was, was there. Was he? Yeah, yeah, I saw him play. Um, yeah, that's bad. That, again, that's a, that's a franchise killer. Um, yeah, I mean, let's, let's see... Uh, um, so yeah, so I had more. I guess I had one more that yeah. I wanted to talk about, and we can okay. we can end with uh, one for you as well. But we had uh, I had Corey Spangenberg, so he was drafted okay. number ten overall by the San Diego Padres okay. in 2011. Now Jeremy, he was so when we went to that Cubs game earlier this year, yeah. he was on the roster okay. uh, for the Padres. He didn't play in the game we went to, but he went to he played in the game I went to the next day. Okay. Got a double, got okay. a pinch double. But uh, that's a guy where like the Padres just need to realize. This guy's never going to do it for you. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's not going to. I'm sorry you drafted number number ten overall, <laughs> but like it's just it's not going to happen with no, this guy. No, I mean he's a guy who can like be rostered on the Padres of 2015, 2016, 2017. If they're with this youth movement coming up, his days are numbered for sure. Yep. I think Luis Urias maybe is like their. Uh, I think he's a second baseman, short, shortstop second baseman, um, who's like coming up. Uh, he he debuted last year and. Uh, yeah, there's no room for a Corey Spangenberg um, when you got that when you got that guy in the in the pipeline. No, these are not your grandfather's Padres uh, <laughs> anymore. No, well, remember Ryan Schimpf? I mean, I, not, yes, not even that you have to remember him, but like, <laughs> he was. They traded him to the Rays. The Padres traded him to the Rays, but uh-huh. he was like 
he had like over 20 homers and he hit like 199 or something. I don't know. He was horrible average, but uh, that for a while, like him and Spangenberg were like battling for second second base. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So um, Padres, uh, I think better days ahead for them. So um, yeah, let's see who I want to close. I mean, I'll close out with this guy. It's a slight technicality because he was in the competitive balance uh, round. Yeah. Uh, so he was a number 36 overall pick in 2011, but Henry Owens. I don't know who that is. Um, that that would make sense because he, he doesn't deserve to be known. But <laughs> I will say this ties into like my like um, recent uh, getting into baseball cards situation. Like And like each – like the like tops will like – get they'll get like a a rookie from each team to like get to sign autographs and like that'll be the rookie that people like chase for the year and so like i want to say two years ago it was henry owens and so there's all these like autographed henry owens cards floating around out there and like that were bought at the time or like pulled from packs by red sox fans who were like all right i got henry owens is great like i'm gonna have his rookie autograph card and he's gonna be you know a great pitcher and this card's going to be worth a lot of money. And he just completely did nothing. <laughs> um, he's a weird looking dude. Let me pull up a picture of him and then we can look up his stats too. But he's one of those like um, uh, similar to like Derek Turnbow looking. And even this yeah. picture that you have right now is like his hair is shorn, like nicely shorn and everything. But he had like long blonde hair and uh-huh. it was like, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't like a cool looking Noah Syndergaard kind of long blonde hair. Yeah. It looked like, like just straight, like kind of weird, creepy hair. Like here's a good picture of him. Oh yeah, oof. Yeah, he's kind of like he's reminiscent of it. He's a modern day Derek Turnbow in the looks department. Yeah, I'd say. Um, but just never, never did anything. Um, <laughs> that's a good picture of him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think he was released eventually, and I, th- I guess he's on the he's in the Diamondbacks uh, uh, system right now. But he, uh, yeah, just uh, career sixteen games, five nineteen ERA. So um, I'm gonna close the book on Henry Owens and say he was a it was a first round bust for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, we can close out with that. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Well, Jeremy and I, uh, you know, we've been we we will probably be back in about two weeks. Yeah. I'm going on a trip, Jack. I'm leaving the country for the first time ever, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to the Philippines. So, well, uh, <laughs> best to do that when uh, you know. I don't think there's any baseball in the Philippines, Jeremy. Yeah. Or is there? No, they they play basket. There's they're they're in a basketball. There's like okay. a, a big basketball league there, I think, and and you know boxing or whatever. Oh well, uh, yeah, you should try to check out some some sporting events while you're there. That would be cool time. for sure. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes, but. Um, yeah, yeah, so that'll be interesting. But, uh, you know, uh, assuming that everything goes well, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Yep. Um, and uh, at that point, uh, I'm not even sure when the GM meetings are, but uh, I don't think they start yet. But, um, you know, we'll be getting right on the, the, you know, we'll see what develops in the hot stove. But we'll be getting right on, I think we'll, it'll be right before hot stove really blows up. Yep. Um, so we'll see that we can recap the rest of the uh, award winners and all that stuff, and you know there might be some other minor moves before then. So we'll and, see. Yeah, and we'll we'll come up with a with a fun topic to discuss. We as certainly well. will. We certainly will. So until then, uh, I'm Jack Sarkowski. and I'm Jeremy Dionisio. See you later. Bye bye.